Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Good Saturday morning to you. This uh, gray, it's back to being gray here in the city of Seattle, but that's okay. Around the Northwest, different spots, different kinds of weather. And it is Drive Time Radio. I am your good friend, your car talking buddy, New York Vinny. And uh, we get the delay down, which is always a good thing for us to do. And we're rocking and rolling here on a Saturday morning. I hope you had a good week. I certainly did. It's nice to be off the road for a few days. Uh, if you've been following me along on Facebook or on Twitter, you know that uh, I just did a mammoth, and I do mean mammoth, um, <laughs> 2,700 miles in seven days, actually six days, road trip uh, through... Through, um, let's see, we started here in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, Nevada, California, back to Oregon, back to Washington. So it was um, a lot of miles, a lot of fun. With, I don't know if you caught any of our little broadcast that we did on, on, uh, Facebook, but if you did, you, know, you heard us sing a song or two and talk about the trip and show you a little bit uh, of uh, the Western United States, which is one of my favorite places in in all of the world. Uh, the beauty is stunning. Uh, you drive down, you know, you get off the interstate, you drive down, you, you, know, you see some town 25 miles away. In the Nevada desert, you say, okay, well, let's go see what this is all about. You go down and you drive uh, to that town just to get out and look around and grab a Coke or something and come back. And it's an adventure. You meet people, you talk to people, you uh, get a chance to interact with people who, I don't know, may not have the same political beliefs as you may not have the same religious beliefs as you may not believe anything you believe but for those few minutes that you come together you there's a uh, there's a commonality of of purpose i guess you could call it um let me just hit this here how's that nathan can you now not hear it Okay, thank you, Nathan. Uh, by the way, good morning, Nathan. Hey, good morning, Vinny. How are you? I'm not too bad. Looking a little gloomy out there, but that's never a bad thing when we got all those fires going on and get us a little rain on the ground to help maybe keep those fires at bay and tone them down a little bit at least. Yeah, I would I would hope so. I hope that it uh boy, I have a friend that lives out in Winthrop or near Winthrop, not quite to Winthrop and you know she's uh, been posted on Facebook all the time and on uh, Twitter and uh, the, the devastation out there what you see out there uh, that she posts and that's you know firsthand stuff um, is just horrible uh, horrible for the people that live there horrible for the people that have to fight the fire 
horrible for people all over the country who are ingesting uh, this, um, you know, combination of smoke and smog and everything else. Uh, not, not good. Uh, I, I give a lot of, um, a, a lot of credit and a lot of uh, hope and prayers for the people that are in the way of this flyer, uh, because it's, it's devastating and you certainly wish the best for them and, and try to help them out in any possible way you can. Um, I know that the uh, Red Cross is out there doing a lot of stuff. And I know in Northern California, there was um, one whole, another town. I mean, it seems to now be a week, uh, a yearly occurrence um, uh, that uh, just was engulfed by all the flames and is now gone, disappeared. The town has been there for 150 years, um, now gone. So when you're traveling, beware of uh, these flyers. And, and again, and I know uh, maybe I sound like a nanny telling you this, but if you're one of the lucky people whose cars uh, have not suffered the theft of their catalytic converter, when you pull off the highway and onto grass, make sure that you don't park on the grass, park on the, you know, um, try to not put your car on grass, try to put it on gravel, try to keep on the asphalt as much as you can, because it doesn't take long for cattle, hot catalytic converter to start a fire. And um, you see the devastating effects of that. Uh, so anyway, we're on a road. Uh, my friend JD and I, uh, we came to you live last week, and actually, I believe we were live the week before as well. Anyway, um, it was a great experience. The, the best thing in the world is when you can go on the road with a partner that's uh, that's that's good. You know that 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 knows the rules of being in a car for a long time. Uh, doesn't have to stop to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Uh, doesn't have to do so many of the things that, uh, you know, on a shorter trip you, you do, you don't think about on a longer trip, they become annoyances. Uh, I was lucky enough with my friend JD that he is uh, very much like my late brother, Freddie, who we used to take road trips with together and go across country multiple times and you know, we were simpatico. We, we, we were able to uh, come up with a system between the two of us that we drove, we slept, uh, we stopped at, uh, at cool places. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, my sister Marianne also is a great road partner. Uh, as we, uh, one year we had to take her car and it, <laughs> it, was, a, it was a disastrous trip for her. This was, I think, 77, 78, something like that, uh, because the two of us, Freddie and I, uh, really got, really terrorized her, to be honest with you, um, as brothers do to sisters at times. And, um, but it was still, you know, a fun trip. We drove, you know, across country one way, back another way and got to see some of the, the country and see some land and 
talk to people. And, and really when it comes down to it, that's what a great road trip is about. Not just that you see the sights, but you get out and you talk to people. I told a story last week about uh, me running into the model rocket people um, and, and learning something that you didn't know before, looking at people um, in, a, in a more tolerant way because they do something that maybe you don't agree with, but when you talk to them, I'm not saying that about the model rocket people, but when you talk to them, you at least understand their side of, of or how they're thinking. You don't even have to agree with it. And I think maybe that's what this country would benefit from right now is more of us talking to each other. And, um, you know, and, and I think motoring does that in a sense. Let me grab my coffee here real quick. You get to meet people, you get to talk to people. All right, one of the big uh, uh, automotive, well, there's a bunch of big automotive stories. One of them I want to talk about, though, I just want to focus on a little bit before we uh, go to the break. And Jeffy Hooden joins us at uh, about 8, 17, 8, 18 this morning. Uh, it, it appears that the uh, city of Seattle is enforcing lower speed limits on arterials. And people, if you look at social media, are up in arms about it. They're upset because they have to drive five miles slower. And... Uh, Boy, I'll tell you, you know, I'm a guy that loves to drive fast. And so I'm a guy that loves to, you know, go the speed limit and above. But conditions are different now, I think. I look out and I see people texting on their phones. I see people doing a million things and not paying attention to the roads. Car pedestrian accidents are up. Uh, people just aren't paying attention out there and don't connect the fact that they're driving a three to four thousand pound piece of machine that could kill somebody in an instant and one of the ways that you mitigate something like that one of the ways that you give people a chance the pedestrian a chance is to lower the speed limit so that people drive slower pay more attention maybe um, and if the crash does happen, then it doesn't, maybe doesn't have the same impact that it would at 40 or 45 or 50. Um, you know, if, if, if you're going to be late to where you're going, leave a little early. I'm one of those people that are late, but I just, uh, I don't mind the slowest speed limit. I got to be honest with you. I, I I think for the times right now, it's appropriate. Uh, it works. And I implore you to please observe it. And hopefully if we can get the, the accident rate down, uh, the city, people that are in charge of the, uh, the city and the county, will put it back up to uh, 35 from 25. You have a 25 mile an hour speed limit in New York on uh, on main streets. Some of them go to 35, but most of them are 25. And 
it seems to be working there. I think most um, municipalities are lowering speed limits right now in traffic areas so that uh, we can give pedestrians a half a chance and bicyclists and people that have to be out in that traffic and depend on it uh, for their livelihood or their pleasure. So uh, that's my that's my uh, soapbox uh, this morning as far as that. Um, and, you know, as we go through the show this morning, we'll have the cartoon for you. Uh, we'll have the uh, Yo Vinny, what are you, Yo Vinny, what are you driving this week? And also, uh, we'll give you a full review of that just absolutely crucial road machine that I was driving last week, the Ford F-350 uh, Super Duty um, Limited. Man, what a, what a pleasurable road machine to drive. Uh, over hill, over dale, and over anyone else uh, or anything else that you need to get over, uh, this pickup truck will get you there. It'll also pull anything you need along with it, with a with a, a gun to towing capacity. So we'll talk about that as well. And um, if we want to take bits and things that we have. In uh, the news, when we come back, we'll talk to Jeff Ehuden, who uh, is uh, scamping across the country for Drive Toward a Cure, which is a, a uh, an organization that we have tried to promote this summer as they uh, register uh, your contributions toward um, finding a, uh, a cure for Parkinson's disease this week. We will have an opportunity when we talk to Jeff to uh, give you a chance to win a $100, uh, $100 or $200, excuse me, $200 gift card from Shell. Uh, uh, the, the blind people at Shell have gotten involved in the, uh, in, in, the uh in this organization with gift cards and so on and so forth and you'll get a chance to win it sorry i'm a little uh there's just just something here that didn't that just went out and i was just trying to fix it on the fly but take a quick break come back with jeff and we will um hopefully uh, set you up to win a 200 uh shell gas gift card all right okay be right back. It's Drive Time Radio with New York City. Ever look inside a drop of gasoline? We do at Tidewater again and again, splitting the tiniest of drops even smaller and smaller and smaller. Then we check the balance of molecules to learn all that science can learn. All to make Flying A the most advanced gasoline of today and for tomorrow. From other Tidewater research programs come new ways to bring your car a longer engine life with lubricants designed to protect under all conditions in any climate. That's why Vidal motor oils are so widely used in 82 countries around the world. 
and Tidewater Research also brings you greater safety with the remarkable new Flying A Safety Ride tire. First, with the revolutionary Dynapol tread. New Safety Ride tires take extreme punishment with an extra margin of safety. Watch. At 50 miles per hour, these Flying A tires on the left stop 39 feet safer than other premium tires. New gasolines developed in Tidewater Laboratories have to prove themselves under the widest range of driving conditions. They're tested for winter driving high in the mountains, tested for summer heat out on the desert, tested for start and stop driving too, tested and tested to make sure Flying A gasoline puts more action in your car wherever you drive. This research is just part of Tidewater's one and a quarter billion dollar investment for your car. And here's where it all pays off for you. In finer products and better service at your Flying A dealer. Drive in at Tidewater's sign of quality, Flying A. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Back with your Drive Time Radio Saturday morning. New York City with you here on KKNW. We're here every Saturday morning between 8 and 9, talking cars, uh, talking uh, a lot of uh, automotive stuff that is going on. And we're glad that you are along for the ride. Uh, we're trying to contact Jeff uh, E. Hooten uh, from Drive Tour to Cure. Hopefully, in the next couple of minutes, we'll get in contact with him. He's as you understand, on the road, in the desert, somewhere uh, out west. Uh, it's a shame that we didn't cross paths uh, when we were both out there. He was a little lower than me down in Denver. In that area, I was up north a bit more, but I would love to have uh, stopped by and taped a, a segment of the show with him and been able to, uh, you know, spend some time talking to him face to face but uh, www.drivetowardacure is the website if you want to follow Jeff contribute to uh, the fine folks who are helping to find a cure for Parkinson's disease and um, just follow along get involved in some groovy events uh, that are coming along here from the people that drive toward a cure. So we'll hopefully make contact with Jeff here in a few minutes or sometime in the show and uh, get his perspective on what's going out on the road as well. Big major news from the New York Auto Show this week. It has been canceled uh, after several times of trying to uh, uh, get this thing together and put it on and uh, signal some kind of return to normalcy uh, for New York City. Uh, the people that run the New York Auto Show, New York International Auto Show, had to scrap it again this year. It was scrapped last year as well as it started in, the, you know, almost, I mean, usually in April, and as you remember from last year, April in New York City was not a place that you wanted to be. Uh, you wanted to be as far away from there, and they basically wanted you to stay as far away uh, from New York City as they could. Uh, there were signs that things were getting better, 
Uh, but you have a, a large amount of people who didn't want to uh, get vaccinated, didn't want to get their, um, uh, you know, get, observe the proper protocols, putting a mask on this, that. They decided when things tamped down a little bit to go on with the show. But as we, as you see on the news and everywhere else right now, uh, this whole thing is blazing up again with a new variant. And um, nobody knows what the heck is going to happen here. So, except they know that you're going to have to get vaccinated and they know that you're going to have to wear your mask uh, because once again, people are getting sick from this thing and it's crossed over now to age groups uh, that previously were thought to be uh, at the very least uh, not affected as consequentially as you know, the older groups. So now you have kids in hospitals on respirators, teenagers. Uh, this disease doesn't have a favorite person. It will, if it sees you can't take the, um, you know, the if you can take the virus, it'll visit you. So please get your vaccinations Get as many people as you know to get their vaccinations and keep your mask. Looks like we're going to use it. But I was looking forward to uh, coming to you from New York next week and uh, going to the auto show and showing you um, some of the really neat stuff that's coming out, um, both electric and uh, otherwise uh, propelled. You know, I mean, we always, we talk predominantly about electric cars on this show because that is what seems to be right now the way that things are going. Everybody trying to put out an electric car and um, you do have some exceptions. You have uh, fuel cells with Honda uh, and with a, a few other co companies, but it is... Um, you know, it's this technology is moving forward and you are, uh, you, you would do yourself well to uh, familiarize yourself with it and uh, try to understand a little bit more uh, about it so that when the time comes, as we saw President Biden say yesterday of trying to get to that 50% penetration of electric cars, uh, you'll have a better understanding and not a fear of it. I mean, that's usually what motivates us to fear is not understanding. All right, Vinny, I got good news for you. Whenever you're ready, we got Jeffy Hooden on the line now. There we go. I knew you were going to be able to do it, Nathan. Nathan is, is super producer, man. All right, let's bring in our good friend Jeffy Hooden from uh, the uh, uh, Drive Toward a Cure uh, 75 Days of Summer website, who is out on the road. We talk to him every week. This week, we have a little bit of a special treat for you in that um, you'll be able to, uh, if you go to the website, uh, uh, have the possibility of winning a $200 gift card from our good friends at Shell. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? 
Good morning, Vinny. After some, uh, I'm, I'm calling over Wi-Fi, so I'm out sort of. At, I'm out at down in Mesa Verde uh, National Park, so uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <clears throat> and you mentioned Shell, who uh, I am very thankful for. I've been trying to. I've gotten some bad gas, um, and some of this 85 plus 10 isn't so good. So. I know I've been filling up with trying to like hit shells or something major, but uh, because they're a sponsor, um, just uh, just pulling in and using them and uh, and uh, being thankful, trying to get some shots. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, one of the perils of the road. <clears throat> excuse me, is that you have to watch out. You know, sometimes you uh, can save. Uh, five cents a gallon, and it can cost you immeasurable problems because, you know, the tanks aren't maintained as well as water in them or, or yeah. something like that, depending on where you are. And uh, you can cause yourself sometimes trying to save a nickel more trouble than it was ever worth. Yeah, you're 100% right. But now it's, I'm seeing upwards of, I in fact, in Telluride, I saw 508 for premium. So... It's getting uh, a little eye-watering, speaking of water, but, um, yeah. I was, really I was on uh, 101 last week, uh, north uh, north of San Francisco, and it was 550 for premium, uh, wow. $5 for diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, must, you know, gas station right. owners they must now have gotten smart, it. and they're selling the scenery as well as the uh, gasoline. What's that? I said gas station owners have gotten smart, and now they're trying to sell you, charge you for the scenery as well as yeah, the. Uh, right. Yeah, that's for sure down here. So, uh, so where are you this morning? Yeah, no, no. So it's good. I spent a little time in Colorado. Um, very, very thankful for the folks at Haggerty um, and the folks at Mothers. So. We only we had a couple of folks come out, a couple of older couples, but real hardcore enthusiasts. And you know they were in their seventies and their eighties. And um, Haggerty hosted us for a, for a taco um, for just taco evening. And you know I knew the first couple when they came in by the set by just the exhaust note, which you don't hear. So these guys had a, a orange. 69 Firebird um, 400 tap uh, on the on the uh, on the what you call it on the on the uh, uh, on the engine cover. I'm having a little mind block here, um, but um, uh, on the hood, you know, just yeah. a beautiful car, really, really, really beautiful sound. And then the other folks came in and had a, a 65 Buick Skylar um, that was, again, at both convertibles, both couples. Um, and we just talked cars and, and their history. I mean, they had 100 years between them, easy, off-car collecting. Uh, and the stories are incredible. And we're, you know, again, we're thankful to mothers who provided gifts for them. Um, we had a raffle. And uh, and um, and just some other gifts for him as well. So we're we're really thankful to have a spot to do that and make some of our, our 
you know, some of the older generation uh, enthusiasts have been around that, you know, we're doing this whenever the, the year I was born, um, and show them a good time. They're really thankful. Yeah, I was saying before, Jeff, you probably weren't on the, on the line when I was talking about it. One of the great benefits of being on the road and getting off the interstate and driving through towns and is that you, if you pull over and meet people and talk to people, uh, you, you just find um, uh, this, this uh, you find a real America, I think, sometimes. You know, you find yeah. that piece of America that's off the beaten path where people aren't responding to the interstate they're responding to Main yeah. Street, and they're talking yeah. to, and they love to talk about their cars their house their children uh you can learn a lot uh, of uh, history about an area just by walking into a, a diner or, or spending a minute talking to uh the person at the local drive in and and learn yeah. about the about the history of the town of what went on there i i find it fascinating to do that yeah, it was really nice. It was a really nice break because they're, they're just really kind. They're couples that have known each other for a long time, and um, and they were just immediately at ease. There are a couple of nice cars at the uh, the Haggerty Center there. They use it. Um, you know, most of the cars are stick, but for um, a Pierre Cardin edition uh, Javelin, with a 360, which I was just absolutely in love with. So we were, nice. you know, it was great. We were, we were, we were talking AMC. It was really nice. I'm kind of an AMC weirdo, um, and uh, and so it was, we were we were looking around it and, and talking about the cars inside now. And 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 you're right. You know, no news, no, no nothing. Just 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 I don't know, cars, family, same thing as he said. Yeah, there's, there's always that, uh, you know, when, when car enthusiasts get together, um, and, and especially when you're driving something that looks cool or, uh, you know, you're, you're a, a boisterous enough person to, to talk to people, uh, you really do, you know, it's like baseball. It's like uh, a lot of sports. You yeah. There's a commonality there, and you start to talk about things, and, and you learn something. Uh, we were in uh, Nevada, um, uh, 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 Elko. Nevada last week and we're driving down down the main street and there's an old uh, American Motors used car sign uh, still sitting up on the lot where you know yeah. 50 years ago they sold um, you, you know used car used ramblers uh, that were yeah. traded in on that lot and it's a great you know it's, it's just a great thing to uh, to get that history it's not history you're gonna see in a, uh, you know, you're going to learn in school or anything like that. It's just that uh, that kind of, uh, you know, uh, how it used to be. And yeah. you can't know where you're going if you don't know how things used to be. Yeah, you're absolutely 100%. And all the, I'm down here where all the Pueblos are and the, the, um, the um, you know, the, the, the town that's built right into the side of the, of, of the cliff the cliff, cliff dwellings and all that. And you see that, and it's funny because you see things, ways of ventilation, ways of, of utilizing fire, you know, and heating and but deflecting the, the smoke. And you see all that. And this is stuff that happened a uh, thousand years ago, easy, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's uh, 
you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's important. I think it's a timely thing in this country, especially for us to, uh, for us to take, take a good square look, you know, um, backwards and understand. Right, and these are things, uh, by the way, we're talking to Jeff Ehuden. We talk to him every week. He's on the road for uh, Drive Toward a Cure. Dot org, which is an organization that uh, we wholeheartedly encourage you to go to their website and check them out and uh, possibly contribute uh, uh, either by miles or by uh, cash to help them further uh, their uh, helping research into finding a cure for Parkinson's disease, which is a disease that uh, is, uh, you know, many of us who uh, work with or or participate in this organization uh it's uh near to our hearts we uh, we all have somebody who was uh, affected uh in some cases several people in our families or friends uh that are uh affected uh by this disease so um again drive toward a cure.org and this morning if you uh log on we, uh they will pick one person uh, at random and uh, provide them with a $200 gasoline gift card from our friends at Shell, which is one of the sponsors. And uh, we thank Shell for, uh, for participating and helping out with this. A lot of, uh, a lot of different sponsors, but as, as you know, right now, uh, that gas card is, uh, is uh, very valuable, even though the dollar amount is set. Uh, you know, it's nice to have. A, you're going to need a little help with gas uh, over the next couple of uh, over the next couple of weeks, at least, and uh, probably for the rest of the summer. And it's a perfect way to, uh, you know, go out there and uh, and fill your car up with gas and still be able to take your family uh, to dinner at uh, McDonald's or something like that, or a local drive-in. Uh, now, Jeff, um, how we how, how Tell me a little bit about your your typical meal on the road. I mean, are you uh, stopping at restaurants? Are you just going through the drive-throughs? Because that becomes kind of a a little bit of an issue sometimes uh, when you're doing an extended road trip as you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you nailed one of the big ones in the head. Um, a lot of trail mix. Uh, learn to really love jerky. I'll tell you that much. I don't know. Uh, just haven't hadn't had it in years and uh but um for the most part what i'll do is if i get into a nice spot um was at some friends up in colorado and first night i was back on the road when i was coming in um i uh i uh, there's a you know there's a supermarket right there so i love having fires and i'll check if there's any fire restrictions if there aren't and I got a big pork loin and um, and grilled that, you know, um, and um, and got some cheese and some and some rolls. And so I'll do that. I'll get that. I'll make maybe eight sandwiches, eat two of them, have six more on the road, and then from there I get corn and just grill it right over the fire. Um, and that's just you know, you just add some salt and pepper onto the meat. Corn doesn't need anything. It's sweet really yeah. good out here um but yeah you know am i um am i dropping in dunkin donuts it's got like a two for two for five or two for six bacon egg and cheese on a croissant so those type of things my my um i worked really hard over covid 
to get my um, diet back in a really good shape. And uh, and it's tough. I'm not really like a bar restaurant person so much. I did go to a Mexican place yesterday. Got a nice big salad with some uh, fresh roasted chicken on there. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it, it's tough. You know, the cooler becomes cooler maintenance. I've got a whole process for the cooler where you know I'll get basically try to get the ice in the morning, keep everything drain it out, put the ice in, keep everything nice and cold through the day. Um, and then, um, and that usually lasts through the night and then drain it out to get another ice pack the next day. And everybody's inside, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I have the, uh, the cooler and I have uh, what I call my little reach bag, uh, where I keep a couple of, uh, I love those little, uh, Salami, uh, you know, salami and provolone packages, and a couple of yep, cold yep, orange yep. sodas, and you and a water, and you keep it on yep. the seat next to you, and you can reach in there and just grab it without taking your eyes off the road. Um, yeah, all a matter of being prepared. Yeah, I, I was on the well. I was given one. I've stopped at my friend's place, like I'm on up near Lime Rock in Sharon, Connecticut. And he was preparing all these picnic things, and he had these, it's kind of like a lined bag. It's not a cooler, but it's almost like a little mini cooler bag, um, like a tote bag, and that's just been a godsend. So, yeah, that, I do the same thing with that and keep everything in there and, uh, you know, stick that on the top of the cooler inside, you know, to maybe cool it up sometimes, so. But it is all about being prepared. You better, you know, you better know your little knife like it and um, be prepared to use it. Not Jeff, what's the, uh, what's the most beautiful place uh, in your mind that that uh, that you've encountered so far on this uh, on this trip of yours? Oh boy! Now I've been through Montana, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, uh, dipped into Utah, Colorado. I mean, Colorado is lush. Um, and there are parts of Colorado that are beautiful. Uh, still, for me, the thing that sticks out above everything is north is uh, southeastern Montana and and northeastern Yellowstone because of the um, because of the wolves. Um, pure beauty in the classic sense, I would say Colorado and some of the areas up in Netherland and and coming down. South of Telluride, um, and then where I am right now is a high desert. I mean, seeing thousand-year-old cities built into the side of a mountainside is a pretty spectacular thing. The sunsets and, and the night skies have been otherworldly. I mean, it's it's hard to pick. It's I'm looking at it as one land. You know, this is just one place, different parts of it. So, I mean, it's all really beautiful. You know. Right, and, and, and conversely, what's the ugliest thing you've seen on the road? <laughs> the ugliest thing. A uh, couple of comments about New York plates and about New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, unfortunately, we're, yeah, you get you know, that. That's you know, it, yeah. You know, we're look, we're we're a sick country in a couple of ways, and that's how you get it out of here. Um, but I'll say that a couple of those comments uh, were um, massively 
I mean, I've been talking to so many folks who are interested in what happened, and it's funny. It feels like, you know, when you really get out out into the middle of nowhere, it almost feels like New York's a different country, you know, the way the folks look at it and all that. And I've gotten nothing but really good stuff. A lot of folks whose kids went there want to go there and all that. And, you know, it's talking to them about the fact that it's neighborhoods and, you know, and that it's families that grew up just like anywhere else. And that, you know, like anything else, you can't really, you know, you got to go experience it for yourself to understand what, uh, what the real deal is, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Well, Jeff, so, I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we hooked up with you. I'm glad that uh, you're you're doing okay. Where are you uh, heading off to next? I'm going dropping down. I'm going across the base of Colorado and then dropping down into New Mexico, and uh, and then I'm sort of starting to crawl back a little bit. You know, it's, I'm going to head back through Texas. This is sort of the this is the pivot point. This is as far west as I'm going to go. Again, I'm in Mesa Verde National Park. Um, very, very interesting. Some of my father loved. Um, again, this is another place at Yellowstone where he was to look at because you see ancient petroglyphs and 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 the sitting <laughs> the side of the mountains. As I said, you can't really put into words. So this is about as far west as I'm going to go. I feel like I've done my part. I've I've, I've mourned him. I've thought about him. I've thought about my brother who passed. It's been different and more intense than I thought, and then now, you know, maybe spend a, spend a week or two and spend a week in, in New Mexico, seeing some cool stuff, and then uh, heading on back home in my beloved um, little town of Brooklyn. Yes, that small town on the banks of the East River in Newtown. Oh, I love that That's place. exactly it, baby. I can't wait. Love that place. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we will check in with you again. It's Saturday morning. It's good to hear from you. Um, and glad that you're uh, safe and you're enjoying yourself. And uh, also yeah. that people can participate once again in your drive uh, without even having to be in the car with you by going to uh, drive toward a cure.org. Click on the 75 days of summer and uh, you'll be able to um, uh, participate. You can pledge money uh, toward the, uh, a cure for Parkinson's, uh, uh, either by miles or a bulk amount or whatever you want to do. There's instructions on there. And uh, as we said, one person will randomly get picked out today and uh, get a, uh, a gift card from uh, the, the good folks at uh, Shell, uh, who, uh, for guys that are, have a little age under them, are the originators of Platformate. Yeah. All right, man. Take care of yourself. We'll talk to you next week. Be safe, Jeff. Yeah, great. Great talking to you, Vinny. Be well. Same same here, Jeff. All right. Uh, right. We'll um, tell you what we'll do. Let's go straight into our uh, uh, cartoon, our Saturday morning cartoon, as we went a little long with Jeff, but that's okay. Uh, Saturday morning cartoon, we bring it to you every Saturday morning. What else would you have? Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, A little piece of music. Uh, that'll get you happy, and uh, you know, because cars and music, they go together so well. Um, this is a band that um, is one of the bands that uh, you know was put together probably just to do this record. This is a, an old Beach Boys 
song uh, that was never a hit for the Beach Boys, appeared on one of their albums. Uh, but for the timers, it worked out pretty good. There you go, two minutes and 30 seconds of uh, absolute joy um, from 1963, I believe that is, No Go Showboat, originally uh, released by the Beach Boys on, I believe, their first album, uh, arranged and conducted there by Gary Usher, Roger Christian, and Brian Wilson doing uh, the um, the writing, uh, the lyrics and music on that one originally, as I said, by uh, released by the Beach Boys on one of their albums, and you know it's um, it's interesting. It's on Reprise Records, and if you know a, a little bit about music, Reprise is uh, releasing uh, a bunch of uh, Frank Sinatra stuff. It was Frank Sinatra's label, uh, but I think the whole Reprise catalog at some point here is going to be re-released and remastered and, and upgraded for several great artists. Uh, you know, because Sinatra wanted to have a, uh, a, you know, a record company that served the artists instead of serving the record company. And it was a lot of great artists, as I said, on uh, that, um, that uh, label. And now um, all of that stuff's being remastered. We looked at to celebrate the uh, 50th anniversary. I believe it's the 50th or 60th anniversary of Reprise records and uh well worth uh you know googling it and learn a little bit more about the history of uh reprise right quick break here we'll come back with uh, we'll, we'll hybrid uh this morning we'll do a uh a yoveni what are you driving and uh a protest all in one rapidly moving segment right here on drive time buckle up for safety buckle up Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. Pull your seat belt snug, give an extra tug. Buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. Show the world you care by the belt you wear. Buckle up for safety when you're driving. Buckle up, buckle up for safety, buckle up. The National Safety Council says seat belts can and do save lives every day. Buckle up for safety, everybody. Buckle up. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Oh, Nathan, I'm glad you asked back here with you on Drive Time Radio. Uh, I am. Uh, I have the pleasure this week to drive the 2022 Tucson by Hyundai, which is their, um, uh, you know, little midsize or smaller SUV. It is, um, I, I love it. Uh, you know, it's not a Hyundai that I've really driven and I, that I've hated. It's a it's a, a sharp looking car. Again, we go with the, the design concept of all of the Hyundai's that uh, I've driven. This year. I haven't run into one uh, that was bad. It is uh, roomy inside. It is um, uh, well constructed. Materials are good. Uh, if there is a flaw 
in the Hyundai, it is that it takes a little bit of time to get used to the uh, infotainment system. It's a little different than what you might normally see. Screen is big. The controls are accessible, but it's set up in a bit of a, a strange way to me. Again, you may get in and go boom, 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 boom. Uh, but uh, it really, I, I, I think as you, as, when you look at this class of vehicle that includes the CX-5, the Tiguan, the CRV, the RAV4, uh, you know, the RAV4 probably comes out on, on top of all of these, although there's a lot of people that uh, love the CRV and the Mazda as well. Uh, but the Hyundai gives you, the Hyundai uh, gives you um, a solid, solid competitor with a lot of room, uh, a lot of uh, standard equipment included, uh, some different styling than everybody else has at, uh, at a good price. And, uh, you know, we'll, um, as we drive it through the week and take it out on the road, we'll learn, uh, you know, I'll learn more about it. But first blush on this vehicle is uh, that it, uh, it goes, it stops, it, uh, the doors open, it's easy to configure, and you're able to, you know, um, um, enjoy the vehicle. And that's what you want. You know, you want a vehicle that you're going to enjoy. And, you know, in my case, always something that looks a little different than a lot of uh, the vehicles out there. Except, you know, it's so funny. You get a car, and I guess maybe you notice them. I got to Tucson on Wednesday. I was dropped off by the uh, the wonderful people at the drive shop. And I immediately, it's a, it's a really, like, kind of royal blue with um, silver accents and all of a sudden within like 10 minutes i ran into like four more of them on the road and uh it was kind of interesting because you know you maybe you don't notice them when you're not driving that particular type of car but uh the hyundai tucson uh, i'm getting ready to enjoy the week in this we'll have a full review coming up in just uh you know a week or two uh but uh, so far uh, this particular vehicle is Hyundai Tucson is uh, really uh, impressive in that particular uh, in, in that particular market of that um, you know midsize uh, you know crossover all-wheel drive uh, get you where you want to go with a minimum of a hassle uh, segment really good stuff all right we go from Hyundai to Ford. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yes. We are now talking about a car, well, actually a truck, that we uh, got a chance to put 2,700 miles on in six days. So uh, when you talk about keep on trucking, uh, the Ford F. 350 Super Duty uh, pickup with the uh, limited uh, package. Uh, it was spectacular, spectacular road machine from the running boards that come out on the bottom to give you ease of getting into it if you're a little bit older, a little bit, um, you know, it, it takes you a little bit more oomph to get up into the truck these days. Uh, the lighting packages, 
uh, the quality of the interior, all of the things that make it comfortable for you to spend that much time in a truck are there in the Ford Super Duty. It is a massive, massive piece of machine. Uh, you know, four doors, uh, you know, USB ports all over the place, convenient um, uh, controls uh, that uh, are placed in a manner that you can find them and use them quickly. Uh, I know a lot of people use these things for towing. It has just a ton of torque. It uh, feels like, I think the towing capacity is 10,000, 11,000 pounds. And it feels like you could tow your house along, never mind a house trailer. Uh, it's got the uh, the honking big uh, power stroke diesel in it uh, that is quiet, powerful, and, uh, it, and, and I guess for this type of truck, fairly good, I guess. I think we got like 16.7 miles per gallon uh, in this truck. It has the um, you know, trailer brake. It, it has all the stuff you need to spend a comfortable road trip hauling your trailer or hauling whatever you want to take along. And again, uh, in, a, in a segment where interior counts, uh, the Ford Power Stroke really uh, diesel did the trick in getting us over mountains comfortably and in a manner that uh, uh, that you enjoy. And if you have to stretch out in it, it's huge inside and with all those conveniences. So that's the uh, that's the Ford Power Stroke. Eighty five thousand bucks is what it will cost you um, to uh, drive it off the showroom floor. That's going to do it for another edition of Drive Time. This one really blew by fast. We thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, next week, we will have a, a big announcement for you and also wrap up of the Monterey uh, Festival, uh, big uh, car festival that's going on down at Pebble Beach, the concourse. All right. Be safe. Be happy. Wear your seatbelts. And if the Lord's will and the creek don't rise, Nathan and I will see you next Saturday morning at 8. Have a good week.